Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Gossip at the Corpse Cart. Back to Gak. Welcome back to Gak. <laughs> uh, this show will spin off of our regular programming, Wine and Crime, where we cover some headlines, current events, weird shit that we wouldn't otherwise cover on a regular episode of Wine and Crime. Confessions. Confessions. Oh, oh my yeah. God. We have an update. I'm real excited. <laughs> uh, I'm Lucy. I'm uh, Ken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I uh, forgot the order. I forgot the order. I'm always last. I forgot. <laughs> Except I'm your Kenyan. role as coming in last. <laughs> and I'm Amanda. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Everything's dust. Smooth. <laughs> All right. So today we got some uh, crazy headlines from Amanda and yeah. little updated coven confessions from Kenyon. And then I get to cover a very special fan pick. Oh, oh yes. kind of oh, jazzed about it. That's exciting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, let's, before let's get into I it. dive into my headlines, I just wanted to say something real quick that was exciting when I checked my mail today. <laughs> um, so as we record this yesterday, we recorded our September bonus episode, Graduation Crimes. And if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it now. And a large portion of my segment was about chicken tenders. Yes. <laughs> I yes, had I chicken tenders for dinner last night because of your segment. Yeah, I also had a breaded chicken breast <laughs> and mac and cheese last night. But um I had mac and cheese I, too. Oh my god, <laughs> twinning. I opened my mail today and I have like a free mailer flyer mm-hmm. from A and J Fish and Chicken. On, on East Lake Street in Minneapolis, <laughs> like today, like promoting chicken. Yeah, promoting. Well, there are some bundled packages you can get. Oh. I'm interested in the $9.99 two piece catfish, two wings, and four shrimp. Ooh. But if y'all come to town, I'm going to get the $33.99, 12-piece catfish, 12 wings and fries, and a two-liter pie. Just oh. to be very clear, this is hashtag not an ad. It's definitely not. This, I'm reading off of the mailer that came in my mailbox today after talking about how much we love chicken tenders. Like someone's listening always. God. God is listening. I, I mean, this is either proof that God is listening or proof that there is no God. Alanis Morissette as God is listening all the time. Yes. What oh, if God was yeah. into chicken tenders? What if God loved one of us? <laughs> um, the other day, Zach and I were talking about like if we were to move to the southern part, the deep south, yeah. and Missouri. Uh, Oh, <laughs> Southern Iowa. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I just think that you would like change your name to Bubba and survive oh, yeah. off of fried shrimp and Bubba Gump. He <laughs> would be Cohen. Forrest Gump waving in his tank top from the boat. Bubba Lieutenant Dan, new legs. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but he would like do it like on purpose. 
survive yeah. only on fried shrimp. It would it just would happen organically. It would. Yeah. He would become one with Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thousand percent. I know. Something to consider. So, and yeah, that would make I'm, you Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Nah. Hopefully Dear not. God, do make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away. Far, far away. Okay, <laughs> we're good. All right, moving um, on. <laughs> so I have some fun headlines this this month. Are we ready to get started? I mm-hmm. think so. Okay. Actually, this can we one... pause while I go heat up my extra chicken, chicken tenders from last <laughs> No, night. we can't. Here we go. God wants me to. Okay. This first one is from Caitlin Henry. And Caitlin writes, I am a Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. I am from, not a Prince Albert. I am from <laughs> Prince Albert, Saskatchewan in Canada. I identify as a penile piercing. Right. Parentheses, <laughs> I will be shocked if you can pronounce the province name, LOL. I think I nailed it. The you only know. time will tell. What, Saskatchewan? Um, Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. Saskatchewan. 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 Whatever. <laughs> it's Canada. It's the 60s. So, Who cares? They say, around here, we have a saying, quote, only in PA, like Prince Albert, and we are essentially the equivalent to only in Florida. (laughs) And here is the headline from one of many submissions that they provided, but this was my personal favorite. Yes. PA bingo hall in porn hack. (laughs) (laughs) A bingo hall in Prince Albert was caught with its pants down Monday night while (laughs) patrons got a lot more than they expected. Uh, One of the TV monitors at Carnival Bingo suddenly started showing a pornographic video. Yes. (laughs) The red-faced incident, which is being blamed on a security hack, was filmed by a patron on their mobile phone and shared to Facebook where it has been viewed extensively. (laughs) Violating porn royalties. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what you had to worry about. Quote, we had some new technology installed in the building and had a bit of a security breach with that technology. (laughs) Manager Todd Brainier told PA now, quote, we've since had that corrected. (laughs) Uh, It looks like the video only played for like a couple seconds, but like long enough for someone to get their phone out and posted it to Facebook. Amazing. That is, And they reported the matter to police. Oh, God. (laughs) Grow up. (laughs) I know, right? Fucking narc. good. I mean, the big issue is that the article goes on to say the business allows minors through its doors, although Brainier, the manager, didn't know of any children being exposed to the video. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, not that I'm aware of, but certainly they could have been, he said. (laughs) Brainier added, fortunately, only one of their TV monitors showed the video. Thank God. It is like when I was uh, subbing middle school briefly, Mm -hmm. it was a huge fear because you constantly have to connect your computer up to the like projector in the room. Yeah. And I was already doing the podcast. So I had like stuff (laughs) on my, my desktop is usually pretty clean, but I had like stuff on my desktop. And one of them was like an image of our fucking patriarchy sweatshirts. Sure. And, like, the students didn't know that that was my business. They just knew that I had an image with the F word on it on my desktop (laughs) and was like, "Ah!" Gotta learn it somewhere. Yeah. It's better than, like, swollen corpses or, like, 
I don't know. Yeah, We've true. had some iffy images on the drive before. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Beyond. It's true. Beyond. So, yeah, I loved that. Thank you so much, Caitlin Henry. Nice. Um, this next one. Uh, dating is the actual worst just in general. And mm-hmm. this headline submitted by Danny Meller is just another confirmation of that truth. Mm-hmm. Are you even ready for Probably this? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> this is from ABC action news. Actually, this is from Philadelphia, but it happened in Florida. <clears throat> Florida woman taken on police chase on first date. <gasps> my dream no no not the way this goes down was she in the cop car or no oh. she was not okay this is out of flagler <laughs> county florida. she was a being florida- chased yeah a florida woman was on a first date with a man when he refused to pull over for a traffic stop and decided to make a run for it no. instead oh my god <laughs> yep flagler county sheriff's deputies use stop sticks which i think is like they blow your tires, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think to so. To disable a vehicle that fled a traffic stop in Palm Coast at about 2 a.m. Thursday, only to learn the driver bailed out into some woods and like <laughs> left her. He left his female passenger alone to face the consequences. She's not being identified because she is not charged with any crime, thank God. Um, oh body my cam God. footage shows the encounter. Quote, he didn't say anything to you other than I don't have a license, asked the police officer. (laughs) He don't have a license, said the woman. The police officer then asked her if that's why he ran, and she responded, he wasn't stopping. (laughs) So no second date? (laughs) My my first reaction was, who wants to be out on a first date until two in the morning? Ugh. Oh my god! Right? right? That's that's not a first date. That's a let's just go home and do this. Yeah. In my in my world, anyway. I, right. I can't speak to this lovely woman. Okay. So um, when you said that, my first reaction, I thought the woman was with a cop, and the cop ended no, up on a chase because no, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, this date sounds like it either was terrible or was going really well because the article (laughs) continues. It turns out the woman had just met the Orlando area man on a dating website and had stopped at a Palm Coast Denny's for dinner on the way to her house. Oh, Oh. my instinct is that they went out. Yeah. They maybe had a couple drinks. Then like who doesn't want Denny's after a couple drinks? Oh, absolutely. And then they were feeling it. And they were going home to smush. Yeah. And motherfucker didn't have a license. Take a cab. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, not only did you not get smush, Uh you were getting arrested. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And probably not getting a second date from that one. Yeah. No smashed avo toast for you, kind sir. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, again, because dating is terrible, this poor woman's luck is not great. Um, law enforcement officials tell WESH-TV that the same woman whose date went so wrong Thursday was the victim in a different incident <gasps> also involving a man last month because men are fucking trash. Oh, no. um, unfortunately, this was a violent incident and it was oh. caught on camera. Um, it was a man that she was consistently seeing but trying to get away from um, at a, I don't know what a bunnel store, bunnell store is. It's obviously some sort of retailer. Um, but she was trying to get away from him. She threw him, he threw 
himself on her vehicle, shattering her windshield, and then attacked Fuck. her when she got out. Oh, oh my and, God. And like, literally knocked her unconscious. Ugh. Oh, this poor woman. Yeah, this poor fucking woman. So you know what? Consider Just other women. Date yourself or, God, if it were only as easy as switching teams. I know. It's rough Lord out there. Lord knows I've tried. It is so fucking rough out there. You bitches better be real thankful you got some decent men to marry. I fuck, The pickings are slim. Yeah. I would, I would not. God forbid if anything were to happen, I wouldn't try again. Celibacy. No, just... No, just become the like creepy witch on your block that rocks on her front porch in a black veil. Yeah, that yeah. would be way more likely, way more probable. Yeah. <laughs> My relationship is going super well, and I'm still considering doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. You never mm-hmm. know. It'll be okay. a hair pull trigger decision. Yeah, everything is. So, next one. This is from Raymond Deutsch. Deutsch? Deutsch. Deutsch. And this is a crime that I can truly get behind. Uh, Also out of Florida because fucking everything. Florida man arrested for stealing wine, cheese dip, and car from Nokomis Garage. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese dip and car. Weird order of products. I haven't uploaded these yet, but these photos will be on the drive. But the car is covered in cheese dip. Like, (laughs) covered. (laughs) What kind of car and what kind of cheese dip? Uh, the car kind of looks like some sort of gold sedan, maybe a Buick. And the cheese dip is bright yellow. So it's some, it <laughs> looks like a Velveeta. Concoction. Yeah. It's a queso. Inside or outside uh, the car? Out all over the hood of the vehicle. Oh, no. All over the hood. <laughs> there's like not a spot on the inside of the car, but there's cheese dip just splattered all over the windshield and all over the hood. Like what a weird. Waste. Tragic. Uh, Nokomis, Florida, WFLA. A Venice man is behind bars after deputies say he stole wine, cheese dip, and a car from a garage and was then caught with cheese stains on his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I will also upload images of the shirt. There are definitely cheese stains. Also, a lot of mud. I don't know what this guy was up to. Um, Deputies were called to Anchorage Drive in Nokomis around 8 a.m. Thursday for a reported suspicious person in the neighborhood. When they got to the scene, they say they found 23-year-old Joseph Valderrama. Oh, my God. Wilmer Valderrama's brother, Wilmer Valderrama, how the mighty have fallen. Have fallen. uh, Standing near a broken-down car with yellow stains on his shirt. During the investigation, deputies learned cheese dip and two bottles of wine were stolen from a refrigerator in the garage of a nearby home. A car had also been removed from the garage and was found locked in the driveway. Side note, also a car. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture of the wine. Let's see what kind of wine it is. Michel Guinnett. Oh, it's a, oh, wait, Chardonnay or Champagne. Champagne. Oh, I'll take it. Champagne goes really well with cheese dip. Let me just tell you, oh. this guy knows how to pair. Well, actually, this guy knows how to break into someone else's garage. Who knows how to pair? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he was um, going on a date. It sounds like the guy from your last headline preparing for his date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or exactly. the next guy that poor woman is going to date. Oh, oh, no. Detectives say they found the keys to the stolen car inside the refrigerator covered in cheese. <laughs> Both bottles of wine that were stolen from the garage were recovered at the scene. Deputies, deputies say one was partially empty. Well, yeah. I would expect nothing <laughs> less. 
Uh, during an interview, uh, deputies say Valderrama admitted to committing the burglary. He was arrested and charged with two counts of burglary and one count of vehicle theft. He's being held in the Sarasota County Jail on a $10,500 bond. You guys, there's like crime scene photos that I'm putting up. There's just cheese everywhere. <laughs> Wait, but I want to see them. Are they There's up yet? There's so much cheese. Okay, hold on. I'm going to upload them These will be on the blog. Now. And then just yeah. uh, for listeners, so the when we say the blog, you go to our website. There's a tab that says blog. But for Gossip at the Corpse Cart, it has its own page. So you click yeah. on Gossip at the Corpse Cart, and that's where the photos will be. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Opening for the GAC 9 folder. most clarity. There's a lot of photos going into the the drive right now. Oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) There's so much cheese. (laughs) It's a cheese explosion. It's really absurd. There are some interesting photos on here already. Things start refreshing. It's all there now. (laughs) There's cheese on the garage door. There's the bottle of wine, <laughs> cheese oh, all over the car, the cheese stained cheese shirt. Looks nasty. Yeah, it's not great. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I love it. Oh my so, god. Slow thank internet. you so oh, much. Why Raymond is he covered in mud? Deutsch. He's he's filthy. Ew. Oh my god. Poor he John. looks. He looks like somebody who like wears boat shoes year round. Oh yeah. He's got Sperry's on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's wearing them. He's the worst. Mm-hmm. He's very so, yeah, fleshy. That's incredible. Very paunchy. Mm. Yeah. All right. This next one, Lucy is right up your alley. This is from yes. Emily Ackerman. Yes. And the headline is, Oh God, all of these are coming from Florida. I didn't even try for this. This is just <laughs> happening. Florida is such a treasure. Thank you, Florida. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Florida cat burglar turns <gasps> out to actually be a cat. <laughs> it's me. Are we never safe? <laughs> Naples, Florida. Florida deputies have a cat burglar in custody, literally a cat. <laughs> the Naples Daily News reports Collier County Sheriff's deputies responded to a 911 call Saturday about a suspected burglary in progress. A homeowner heard knocking on a sliding door along with meowing. The caller thought the cat sounds were a ruse to try to get him or her to open the door. Which Lucy would fall for it. Oh. It would work. They were. They were a ruse by the cat to get you to open the door. When deputies arrived, they found the culprit was a small cat named Bones. (laughs) And there's a photo on the drive of Bones in the police car. Bones. bones. Oh my god, they arrested Bones. <gasps> they posted a photo <laughs> on Facebook of the cat in the back of a patrol car poking its head through a barred through window. <laughs> that cat could totally oh. squeeze through those bars. Quick. The department said Bones was taken to a county animal shelter for further questioning. <laughs> <laughs> she sang like a canary. <laughs> I bet he's licking his wounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, quick cat anecdote from my, Always. my camping weekend. Oh, uh, God bless. I, the very first night we were there, we were staying in a little cabin, and I opened the door, and there was, it was Friday the 13th, it was the full moon, the full blood moon night, 
Yeah. And there was a black cat right outside the door of our cabin. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a great sign. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was super duper friendly. So, and she was following me around. And uh, I had just been talking to Corey about that episode of Broad City where Abby has like a FedEx package or something that yeah. she missed and she has to go pick it up from the FedEx store. And it's yes, like and it's on worst. a remote island. And it's, <laughs> it's like this big warehouse, big empty warehouse with just a desk with this old lady sitting there. Like, she's like really creepy. And she's wearing a name tag that just says Garol. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, here's my tracking number, Garol. Garol. So, <laughs> remember when I went to the fucking DMV and the lady who like Cheryl. 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 I'll never forget. Cheryl. Not Shirley. Not Cheryl. 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 Oh my god. I love Cheryl. So I started calling the cat Garol. And it followed me back to like the kit, the where the the bonfire where all of you know the family and everyone was, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, look at that cat!" And I was like, "His, his her name is Garol." So everyone was like, "Here, Garol, come here, little Garol." Oh, no. Nobody knew. Nobody got that it like the joke. Like that family Garol hasn't watched Cheryl Broad City. Fitzgerald Wonder. Yeah, so then there know. were about two dozen people addressing Garol as Garol. I love it. <laughs> I get it. Get over it. Oh my god. Oh my so are you god. trying to tell us that you now have a new cat named Garol? Garol. Garol. <laughs> no, oh my god, she I'm only obsessed. appeared the night of the full moon. I didn't see her the next day. Oh, never to return. I think she belonged to the Amish family down the street. Where I the little it. the little boy went in the road and picked up the dead possum by its tail. <laughs> oh, oh, ew. <laughs> them them good eating. Them's good no. eatings. No. <laughs> Speaking of good eating, that's a great segue into our next headline. Oh, yes. God. Oh, God. Which comes to us out of Australia, mate, which is kind of like the Florida of the world. Florida, uh-huh. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And this was submitted by several listeners, so I don't have a specific name, but a couple people, like more than one person, referred to the woman in question as an Australian Karen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the headline reads as follows. Vegan sues neighbors over smell of barbecued meat in their backyards. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Vegan. They had fun with this article. (laughs) A vegan woman's beef with her neighbors (laughs) (laughs) over barbecuing meat in their backyard was so serious that she sued them, taking the case all the way to Australia's Supreme Court, according to Nine News Australia. How does that warrant going to the Supreme Court? It truly doesn't. At all. Vegan vegan Veronica. Yeah. Her (laughs) quotes are my favorite. I'm not going to read this whole article, but I just had to get through some of her fucking quotes because she's such a Karen. It's amazing. The woman, Scylla Carden, which sounds like Karen, of Perth, (laughs) also demanded her neighbors stop smoking and bouncing balls in their backyard. They have, like, kids that are playing basketball. Oh, fuck you. My God. I know. Does she not realize what it is to have neighbors? Exactly. Go live in... The Australian outback, mate. Right? Uh, But Cardin's biggest issue is the smell of meat cooking. Fish, specifically. (laughs) Cardin told Nine News, quote, They've put it there so I smell fish. All I can smell is fish. I can't enjoy my backyard. I can't go out there. It's been devastating. It's been turmoil. It's been unrest. (laughs) I haven't been able to sleep. It's been (laughs) unrest. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the correct use of unrest. No. 
No, this woman's an idiot. One of Cardin's neighbors showed Nine News that he actually removed the barbecue from his backyard and even went as far as telling his children to stop playing basketball. Oh, my God. Cardin told the state administrative tribunal and the Supreme Court that she believes the actions of her neighbors are being done on purpose. The courts ruled in favor of her neighbors, duh, dismissing Cardin's case and refusing her request for an appeal. Cardin isn't giving up, though. She says she'll keep fighting and will be back in court soon. Oh, my God. Move, fucking lady. Yeah, Uh, exactly. This is the best part, though. In response to Cardin's case, a Facebook event titled, quote, Community Barbecue for Scylla Cardin was organized with the following (laughs) description. (laughs) Quote, Scylla Cardin has a problem with her neighbors cooking meat on their barbecue because she's vegan. Recently taken them to the Supreme Court. Don't let Scylla destroy a good old Aussie tradition. Join us for a community barbecue, Bobby, in protest of her actions and help Scylla Cardin get some pork on her fork. BYO hot dog buns. P.S. No vegans. (laughs) I would go to that barbecue. I love that they also made an edit. Edit. This is a piece protest. Nobody is permitted to enter Mrs. Cardin's property. There will be wardens on hand to make sure this does not happen. Instead, the front... Yeah, like cops. Instead, the front yards of participating neighbors will be available for use. Food trucks will be parked in participating neighbors' driveways throughout the street. And the event has more than 4,000 people who say they're gonna go. Holy Uh, shit. I wanna go. (laughs) <laughs> I also want to go. Wanting crime trip to Australia, mate. Well, it's a good oh lesson my. on how communities work. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like public you just life. have to deal. If you live in close proximity to neighbors, there are some, some things where it's like, yeah, don't be really loud after a certain Ugh. time of night. Sure. Fair. Yeah. We all abide by this. But cool. like, normal use of one's own property property to cook to, yeah and, and have exercise play play god <laughs> forbid there okay so there in our we live in a gated complex and the there's like a new chairwoman of the board whatever oh yeah we've heard of her she's a total psychopath and uh there's a a new neighbor in our complex who gives tennis lessons uh, in on the tennis court. I've mm-hmm. lived here for over four years. I've never seen a single other person use the tennis court. Like just right. n- no one ever uses it. So now it's getting used and he, he books, there's like an online booking system. He books in advance, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. he's following all the rules to use the fucking tennis court. Right. We all got an email that was like, due to vandalism, blah, 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 the common no. areas will be padlocked and you have to come see me to get the key, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. She is such a power hungry, crazy ass. She's a biatch. crazy lady. Um, and racist, because of course this this gentleman is black, and so that is mm-hmm. her issue with it. So the It's vandal- always white women. Yeah. The vandalism was wear and tear on the tennis court net. That net has... From use. It's from normal (laughs) use. It's been the same net since we moved in. So it's minimum four and a half years old. It's probably 10 years old. So it obviously just needs to be replaced anyway. Vandalism. She called it vandalism from like slight fraying of an old tennis net. What a bitch. Anyway, I hate everyone. 
Mm-hmm. We should send all of the lions from Africa to her house. Uh-huh. <gasps> my, Just to check in I'm on still her. working on my lion coloring sheet, by the way. Nice. It's almost done. All right, I have one more, and then my segment is over. All right. Uh, this gem is from Bianca Puentes, a.k.a. Binks. Hi, Binks. Oh, Binks. Another cat. Yes. Such a cutie. Who says, quote, as a Floridian, I love reading the stupid shit my people do. My people. (laughs) The song of my people. The song of my people. Uh, Once again, Florida. Always Florida. Quote, modern day hamburglar cooks burger at Wendy's in Florida, then steals safe. (laughs) (laughs) Jensen Beach, Florida. Deputies (laughs) in a South Florida town are seeking a man they call a modern day hamburglar after the man allegedly broke into a fast food restaurant, fired up the grill and cooked himself a burger. (laughs) The man also stole the restaurant safe. (laughs) Despite the hamburglar nickname associated with the McDonald's hamburger chain, the brazen burger maker actually broke into a Wendy's in Jensen Beach on Sunday. It was all publicity stunt. Totally. I would do. Are you kidding me? This is brilliant. He was dressed as a clown. Mm-hmm. No, thank God. That, he's not I mean, this picture what a of him great ad for Wendy's. If somebody dressed as the hamburger broke into right? Wendy's to make themselves to a burger. their burgers yeah. because their burgers are so good. Copyright. I'm a marketing okay, genius. Okay, Mad Men. We just came up with the best <laughs> fucking ad campaign ever for Wendy's. Okay, Mad Men. Yeah, get Wendy on the phone right now. We need to talk to her. Where's Dave, where's that redheaded slut Dave? He's he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I think Dave was bald. Oh, well, whatever. Wendy can get it. He's dead. Um, The sheriff's office said the man used a brick to smash in a door and then turned on the oven to cook his meal. He also tried to break into a restaurant in downtown Jensen Beach, but failed. Apparently, Uh, he also tried to break into a nearby gas station. Hmm. Quote, I think he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Vinay Salonic, the manager of the gas station, told the television station WPBF. <laughs> the man has a distinctive tattoo on his left upper arm. He is described as a heavy set man in his mid 30s with facial hair and is about six feet tall. Now, I there's a photo of him on the drive. He's got a backwards, like a backwards cap that appears to maybe be like uh uh what's it called? Camo? Uh, camo, yes. I was going to say army print, but that's not right. <laughs> and, a, and a black wife beater on, which I hate that term, but it tank just top. tells all. It was a tank top. Mm-hmm. Um, he does, he's not heavy set. He, like, works out. He doesn't look like yeah. a hev, quote, heavy set man. He looks kind of <laughs> ripped. He could easily be 300 pounds, but that's muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if he's been apprehended. I kind of hope he hasn't. A drunken night trying to get a burger. I mean, I guess he did steal the safe. So I guess I hope he's been apprehended. But, you know, you do you, bud. And uh, just thank you, Florida, yeah. for all the treasures you, you deliver. <laughs> and Australia, oh, apparently. Yeah. The Florida of the world. And the Floridas of the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. That was awesome. I Good. love it. Good work. Remember, you yeah. can always send in these crazy yes. headlines. Uh, put the subject line, Amanda Gack. Yeah. And then we will put it in her folder and not see it, not sneak a peek. Yeah. yeah. I also am always looking for a local police blotter funnies that don't make like national headlines. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for some of those. Cause they are absolute gems. I'll have my mom send a picture of our entire back hall cabinet with all of her blotters. Oh, it's I so mean, good. They are good, but those are not current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they're gold. She, de- she should definitely send it. It's the hall of fame. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. 
Yeah. All right. Now a word from our sponsors. Yes. Orate is fine jewelry made in New York City and founded by women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original, for show. And Orate makes jewelry that you've always wanted but could never find. This is the realist. Orate's gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine. Shimmer quiet, sweet child. They have such high quality pieces and they are truly gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And because Orate sells direct to you without the middleman markup, they can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. For real. It's amazing. I'm wearing my Orate ring right now. It's it's just very, it's thin, it's elegant, mm-hmm. it's great for stacking. Yeah. You know I love a good stack. Also- I know you love a good <laughs> stack. Stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> it goes with everything, too. It's not, like, loud. It's not something that'll turn my finger green. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's it's Love it. It's gorgeous. And Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. So, for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com forward slash gals and use that promo code gals. So, once again, that is 15% off your first Orate purchase. Go to A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com forward slash gals and use that promo code gals. Treat yo jewelry. Mm. Treat it. Nurses, doctors, dentists, and people who work in medicine and healthcare are pretty awesome. And what these amazing people do every day is more than a job. And what they wear is more than a uniform. So shouldn't they wear scrubs that help them feel good and perform at their best? We sure think so. Sure do. Figs creates the highest quality medical apparel so that medical professionals look their best, feel their best, and perform their best every day. Because every day counts. Yep. Every set of figs is antimicrobial. They protect from germs and bacteria. It's ridiculously soft. It's moisture wicking and it features a four-way stretch. I literally (laughs) won't even buy pants without four-way stretch anymore. What's the point of living? There there isn't one. Figs Mm. are made with yoga waistbands and come in a variety Mm. of styles from classic straight legs to joggers and skinny styles. I have a pair of the joggers and my sister-in-law used to be a nurse. She's now a doctor. She now wears like mm-hmm. professional attire to work. She's that big of a deal. But yeah. I was wearing my joggers the other day and I was like, hey, Danny, check out my new pants. And she's like, oh, those are really cute. And I was like, they're scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't believe it. They're, Mind blown. They're so comfy. I wore them camping the other weekend and that four-way stretch with like eight hot dogs, no joke. Yeah. Well, and they also have like super usable pockets, like utilitarian pockets. Oh, they're deep. Yeah. So good. I love my face. So whether you are one of the awesome humans that works in healthcare or someone wants, who wants to say thanks to these deserving folks or someone who just wants some real comfortable, real stylish, comfortable, comfortable wear, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using our code GALS. So get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our promo code GALS at checkout. That is for 15% off your first purchase at wearfigs.com. Promo code GALS. Treat yo bod. Treat it. All right, to kick off my segment of Coven Confessions, 
Um, we have been chastised by our attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time, won't be the last. So we pay in the We're big Uninsurable to do. and now legal representation is cringing <laughs> at signing with us. So this is a very real disclaimer, a very real change, despite what we said in the first uh, call for submissions. We do not want your murder light <laughs> confessions. Well, I mean, we do, and we can read them anonymously on the air, but like if we get subpoenaed or some shit, our hands are tied. Like we have to turn those emails over. So just yeah. be smart about what you send us. Yeah. Yeah, be smart. Use your best judgment. If anyone supplies a warrant, we will be handing over the email. Well, yeah, we have to. We don't have a choice. <laughs> We're not narcs. We're, We're not, not going to seek out the right. police. But if someone hears it. We're also not vigilantes. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> You get what we're saying. Maybe just don't write to us about actual murders. Get a proxy server and a fake email from the dark net. Uh-huh. Just kidding. But yeah, just, just know that we read these anonymously and we do not willingly share any personal information. But if you share something that gets read on the air and that information gets into the hands of, say, a police department, because this is widely distributed information on Wine and Crime Podcast. Blessed be the fruit. If they subpoena us for those original emails, we have to give it to them. We have not been subpoenaed. We're just making it very clear to yeah. people that yeah. we can only protect you so far. We're not in the protection business. We're in the reading no. funny shit anonymously business. Entertainment business. Like right. I sprinkled toenails in a friend's ex-girlfriend's bed. That yeah. won't get me arrested. I love sharing that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. All right. So that's our it's disclaimer. If you have any questions, email Derek. And um, <laughs> this is now I'm ready for some more confessions. Went pretty lighthearted so this week. I can't wait. I won't always go lighthearted, but I went lighthearted this week. Um, also, yet another accidental theme. So last time it was pee. This time there's an acc accidental theme around pregnancy. Oh, uh, my least favorite affliction. Pregnant <laughs> is my least favorite word. I'll, I'll take moist all day long. Pregnant. Oh, pregnant is really bad and curdle is really bad. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> <clears throat> no. <laughs> so this, I'm reading this verbatim, okay? So it starts off like this, quote, more pee, all caps. <laughs> so back when I was 21, dumb and pregnant, I found a backpack in my unborn child's father's bedroom. I opened this okay. never before seen backpack and it had girls clothes, lingerie, and an ID. Oh, yeah. Okay. I found and friended her on Facebook, too. Yeah. Get I, your sleuth on, baby. Yeah. I was fuming mad, but like sweet revenge. I shredded the lingerie with just my strength. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my teeth. My pregnant strength. Yeah. It was strong, but I was she-hulk pregnancy raging. Yes. <laughs> then I took the pee cup they give you from the OB office for a baby visit. I filled it up and poured it all over her backpack. Then I dumped hair gel and nail polish remover in there too because it was not enough pee. 
<laughs> then I took her ID and social security card out and cut those things up because what dumbass keeps both in their wallet? Really? I replaced them with movie ticket stubs with a kiss mark on them. <laughs> Mm. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Slept with my son's father one last time so I could leave hickeys on him. They spelled out F-U on his stomach with hickeys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ick. I took it out on her stuff more because I was dumb and forgot the whole it takes two to tango BS and blamed her. She did know we were together but still kept trying to get with him. I guess she did. This was nine years ago. No clue where she is, but she never knew it was me. End of quote. And I would argue, girl, she knew it was you. Yeah. She (laughs) knew it was you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She knew. I mean, pretty wild. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like it. But yeah. F you and hickeys was pretty great. Okay. Next one. Quote. So I was about six months pregnant with my first daughter. My then partner slash sperm donor and I decided to take a weekend trip to Madison because we live in Wisconsin. And then she has the barf emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Visit the Capitol building and just get away in general. We got there and we're both super horny. So we decided to sneak into one of the bathrooms for a quickie. It was a Sunday and not busy at all. So we thought we'd be relatively safe. Great. Mid-fuck, someone walks in, has a wee, washes their hands, and leaves. But it was the longest three minutes ever. We finish soon after and go about the rest of the day exploring the beautiful building, and it truly has some gorgeous features. I would 100% recommend, (laughs) LOL. (laughs) (laughs) It was so weird, but I felt like I accomplished something, and now I get to say I once had sex in the Wisconsin State Capitol building. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Send us your weird places you've had sex stories. Oh, I like that. Okay, this one is maybe my favorite of this whole episode. Quote, I'm currently seven months pregnant and fucking miserable. Super excited for this baby, but holy shit. Last week, I just wanted some GD breadsticks. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) My husband absolutely hates Olive Garden and really uh, only takes me there for date night when I have a severe mental breakdown. Her email was longer or their email was longer. Well, um, but she talked all about how much she loves Olive Garden at the top. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyway, I put in an online order for myself to grab food after work on my way home. My husband was going to be home late due to work commitments, and I was on my own for dinner. I just wanted the sauce and the breadsticks and, you know, the Andes mints that they make it rain with. Obviously. Yep. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> I left a pickup note pretending to be my husband. It said something like, Hi there. My wife asked me to put in an online order for her since she was leaving work. She is violently pregnant and had a rough day at work. And the Andy's mints that you have are her favorite. And I was wondering if she could get a few <laughs> extra with her food. It would really make her day. <laughs> I literally just wanted a handful, she says. Oh. Oh, God, how many did she get? I went to pick up the food and told my name and sat and waited. I was greeted warmly by three servers with a huge bag. They were walking <laughs> They were walking me through my receipt and showing me no. that the order was complete. And they all chimed in that they, quote, thought my husband's note was the sweetest thing. And they couldn't uh-huh. believe that he was that nice. And they were swooning over my belly, etc. 
I acted like Ew, I was okay. surprised when they showed me the note and kept <laughs> chiming in like, oh my God, he is the nicest. And yeah, the mints oh my are my God. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turns out they upgraded my whole order. I just wanted six breadsticks and a one ounce thing of Alfredo sauce? Question mark. They gave me 23 <laughs> fucking breadsticks and a salad <laughs> and a pint of Alfredo sauce. And they oh. filled a take-home box full of Andy's mints for me. Oh, oh my God. That is precious. <laughs> oh, I love the phrase violently pregnant. I love this restaurant. I know. My wife is violently pregnant. I walked out of there feeling like I cheated the system and that I took advantage of the complete hospitality that those servers showed me. Side note, my my husband 1000% would do something like this, and that's what gave me the idea in the first place. I'm super lucky to be surrounded by him, this baby, and all those fucking breadsticks. Oh. You earned it though. Like you're not, they they <laughs> offered that hospitality and maybe you it was a lie by omission, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you you deserve every yeah. speck You're of Alfredo that was in that human pint. life. You get mm-hmm. the breadsticks and the mints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also you ordered the things that cost the restaurant like literally nothing to provide. Right. But, also, even so, if she had written that note as herself and basically said the same thing, it. they still would have done the same thing. Yeah. But it's really funny that she wrote it as her husband <laughs> oh, and pretended yeah. to be. I love it. Thank you for this gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally doing this, by the way, oh, when yeah. I'm violently pregnant someday. <laughs> when okay. you're violently pregnant. <laughs> okay, this one is not pregnancy related, but it's a funny kid story, so it might make you rethink getting pregnant. Oh, God. Um, okay. <laughs> Maybe this oh, one. This reminds me. I called my sister yesterday just to check in. Mm-hmm. And every time I call my sister, there's something that her kids are doing that's not what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and this time, Emily was like chucking. She was like finished with her peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but wanted to like throw it into the sink <laughs> and like is screaming. And I'm like, every time I call you, I am happier with my decision not to have kids. <laughs> every time. It looks so yeah. hard. It's I not for so everyone. I don't know how people are expected to parent and participate in society. They're not. They shouldn't be anyway. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, the expectation is too fucking high. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. I, this might be, my, I don't know. They're all my favorite. I love them all. Okay. <laughs> Quote, when I was in like third grade, my family took a trip out to the East Coast. As we were being tourists and going through some shopping center, I got distracted and grabbed the hand of a person whom I thought was my mom. Turns <laughs> out it was some sweet older lady who amusedly commented, oh, are you coming with me? <laughs> Mortified, I ripped my hand away from the woman and quickly found my mom. Seems innocent enough, right? Oh, God. Where's the confession, you might be asking? I am asking. (laughs) 
Well, my idiot brain was so embarrassed that I made up a whole story to my mom about how some creepy old lady grabbed my hand (laughs) and said, you're coming with me. Oh my God. This poor woman was just being cute. Just to cope with the embarrassment that I grabbed some stranger's hand by mistake. No, poor old lady. I love how, oh, are you coming with me, Terzu? You're coming with with me me now. You are mine now. (laughs) You're coming to my gingerbread house. Oh, my. It's the not a witch lady. Like the most innocent thing ever that we turned into something terrible. (laughs) Want some popcorn? Not a witch. (laughs) All this woman was doing was like, Handing out selling her lovely cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Not a witch. Mind you, nobody else saw this happen. So she didn't even have anyone to, like, be embarrassed in front of. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Also, nobody to corroborate that that wasn't how it went down to the police. This poor, sweet old lady is just, like, (laughs) like her name is tarnished in society. Um, In hindsight, that was a pretty good indicator of my anxiety that I was later diagnosed with. Years (laughs) Years later, I had naturally pretty much forgotten the incident until recently my brother mentioned in conversation remember that remember time remember when you were almost abducted <laughs> yeah, remember that time you were almost kidnapped in Massachusetts <laughs> so essentially oh my god so did she confess then no. or is she still taking it to the grave <laughs> so essentially my family still believes that I was almost kidnapped and at this point I don't know how to tell them the truth I can't <laughs> fucking deal with it that is so so good. Here's how. Over a couple glasses of wine on Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh-huh. That's oh, how yeah. you tell them. You initiate the game. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Yeah. And as the game initiator, you go last. Yeah. So yours doesn't even seem that bad compared to everybody else. Oh, my yeah. God. Duh. New Christmas Eve tradition. Yeah. It's the best. It's literally the best. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. I'm going to Pennsylvania to visit my 102-year-old grandma for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I kind of want to drop what's the worst thing you've ever done and see oh, what she says. Oh, oh absolutely. She'll probably be honest about it. I mean, yeah, she has no reason not to be. She's she's way past her expiration date. She's got murder, six feet in the grave. <laughs> yeah. That murder-like disclaimer does not apply to your grandma. I want to hear whatever she's hmm. got. <laughs> Same. Yeah, no, I feel Hit us that. with it. All right, one more funny kid story. Quote, when I was about seven or eight and my brother was six, we're 30 and 28 now, I convinced him that our parents were cannibals when we, <laughs> were, when we were waiting in the car for them while they were in H&R Block. Oh, my God. Just trying to prepare for your futures, you little assholes. <laughs> about 10 minutes into the wait, I tell him, you know why people come to H&R Block, right? <laughs> oh my god oh my god this is why every kid needs a sibling for these moments he, respo- he responded yeah to do their taxes my evil self told him no people come here to get recipes so they can cook and eat their children where did this come <laughs> oh from I was then called a liar that it wasn't true because why didn't they eat you which of course the answer was because they don't eat girls duh Oh my God. (laughs) I was slash am such an asshole to him. 
<laughs> we argued a little more about whether or not this was true, to which we settled on him, quote, not believing me and telling him, uh, me telling him, I guess you'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> oh my God, that's so evil. That is so fucking evil. That's so Lucy. <laughs> totally something <Yeah>. I probably <laughs> did. I guess yeah. you'll just have to wait and see. Just like filing <laughs> your nails. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> filing I fully, your seven-year-old nails. I fully yeah. convinced my sister that she was adopted one time, and she <laughs> burst into tears. <laughs> You're such and a then bitch. she was, like, mad at my parents, so she wouldn't tell them why she was upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fast forward oh a little word. bit more time, and we see my parents come out of the office and head to the car. My brother started <laughs> to get more and more anxious. When my parents yeah. get in the car he's full on in tears and asks mom are you gonna eat me <laughs> oh. I, I laughed so hard at this and got in a ton of trouble a couple months ago I asked my mom if she remembered this and she started laughing so hard she was crying worth it worth it, <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Okay, oh, that's if amazing. I were that parent, I would have been so caught off guard. I've been like, uh, depends on the no? circumstances. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me more. What's the context of this question? <laughs> if we're like a Chilean soccer team and we crash in the Andes and you Maybe. die, then yeah, I gotta survive. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so those are the cases, but I have that's one. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> okay. One more little tidbit. Last but not least, we have a flat oopie follow up. <gasps> yeah. Our what? Flat, flat oopie. oopie. Remember? Remember the fake uh, abroad chaperone? The fake so Indonesian the lady. Oh. Oh, yeah. The student could go on a vacation. Yeah, this was her chaperone. <laughs> I do. I love that note. <laughs> so the person emailed back, quote, I'm the one who sent in the story about my crazy week in Bali with Oopy. <laughs> I was laughing out loud in my kitchen listening to you guys reading the story and I wanted to help you with fl your flat oopy inquiry. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the oopy we based our faux oopy off of is the sweetest <laughs> woman. She's invited me to cultural gatherings and holidays at her home several times since I returned oh. from Indonesia. Oh my God. Does she know? No. <laughs> oh. She's about four foot 11 and wears a hijab. That's the oh. best I can give you for a composite sketch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and oh, then, Oopy, you treasure. 411 is the best part. <laughs> She's so tiny. She's a little so Oopy. Tiny and Oopy. <laughs> And then just for kicks, I included pictures from that week, and we're not going to share these. These are just for the no. three of us, but they are having so much fun oh. <laughs> in like a nightclub. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I love Oopy updates. Yes. Thank you. Oh my yes. God. Thank All you right. for every Coven member. Who's right in? Reminder so please, about the murder light, though. Keep sending us your confessions. Reminder about the murder light, and right. um, yeah, this was a lighthearted week. But who knows? Next next month it could be darker. I don't know. It could I don't be. know. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Don't you just love warm alcohol? <laughs> no. 
No, you don't. Unless it's a hot toddy, and then I love one. Mm-hmm. But not in this case. And neither did Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. And that's why he made it Brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry. See what he did there? <laughs> for the better. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. And it works. It's amazing. Yeah. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, or all of the above, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just finished building our back deck. So I have yeah, spent did. almost every waking moment back there in my zero Countless gravity hours. chair. Hello. <gasps> oh my God. You know what, Living your best life. You know what fits really well in the cup holder? What? My uncorked wine glass, which holds no. uh, over a half bottle of wine. I barely have yes. to get up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it, has a, it comes with a little lid that keeps the bugs out. Yes. And it truly does keep it cold for like longer than you'd need. Trust me, yeah. I have finished that glass before it even thinks about getting one degree warmer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're so cute. I have a uh, like a pearlescent white one, and I also have like an ombre fade mm. lavender to teal. Mm, my colors. I know. I feel like a mermaid. I love it. I love mermaid. It's so you're channeling your mermaid spirit. I really. I think I grew a tail. Yes, I love that. (laughs) Well, if you want to grow a tail, too, and you don't want to settle for warm alcohol, chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit Brewmate.com and add that code GALS15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate.com. That's B-R-U-M-A-T-E dot com and add the code GALS15, gals one five. Treat your beverages. You know what I love the most about working from home? Mm. Not having to wear like super tight and uncomfortable work pants. However, sometimes you got to go on CNN. Yeah. And sometimes they're not that cool with just like see-through leggings as is my typical day-to-day wear. For real. And that's where Beta Brand comes in. Uh, Also, they've got pockets. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're, they, they look just like dress pants. They're professional, but they feel like my see-through leggings that I just wear every day at home. Yeah. Um, I have the dress pant yoga pants in just the classic like skinny leg black. And they are structured enough that they look like a black you know, dress pant, like a fashionable black dress pant. They have Mm -hmm. a faux zipper and a little button. So it looks like I button my pants, but I definitely (laughs) do not. Joke's on you. Yeah, it's incredible. (laughs) And I love these. I have definitely worn them for shows on tour. I've worn them for meetings. And then I have to admit, I have fallen asleep in them at the end (laughs) of the day because they are that comfortable. And the fit is Outstanding. I mean, I I ordered them. They have a great website with amazing sizing charts. And I ordered exactly the right fit for pants on the first try, which as if you've seen me, my bottom half is a Frankenstein's monster of like (laughs) misaligned parts. So this was like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants level magic. When I put these on, they fit beautifully and I get compliments on them all the time. 
Yeah. So, they're worth it. Yeah. For all of these reasons and more, that is why I started wearing Beta Brands dress pant yoga pants. And I want you to feel how amazing these pants are. So visit betabrand.com forward slash gals. That's all lowercase to get 20% off of your pantaloons. Millions of folks agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work, to play, to anything. So don't miss out. Fall asleep on the couch. Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) Yeah, to walk the dog. I mean, I look so stylish without any effort. It's amazing. So go to betabrand.com. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S. Again, all lowercase lettering to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Seriously. Treat your pants. Treat them. Ugh. So I do like the occasional steak, mm. chicken breast with my salad, Pork bacon chop. with my morning eggs. Oh my god. Yes, I just Burger. finished eating bacon with my morning eggs. Yeah. But not everyone has convenient access to high quality meat. It's mm-hmm. not easy to find, for example, 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild-caught salmon. Sometimes, you know, you don't live within a reasonable driving or walking or biking distance to, like, a A a nice grocery store that would carry that kind of thing. And that's where ButcherBox has changed my life. Mm. ButcherBox is incredible. It's it's quite literally a no-brainer. It is the best meat shipped to your door. Which means one less trip to the grocery store, and you know how much I hate going to the grocery store. (laughs) I don't want to interact with people any more than I have to. Um, And they have amazing options, like Lucy said, 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. Hello. Hi. It's incredibly delicious, and... Sugar and nitrate-free bacon. Okay, so I did a, like, food class last year, um, and it was really, really eye-opening for me. It forced me to start reading the labels on everything I was buying because we had a challenge that was, like, you have to go completely, like, sugar and additive-free, like, no added sugar for a week, okay? Oh, my gosh. So we went to the grocery store, and we're reading all these labels, and everything has sugar in it. Everything. It's so hard to find things without sugar. And I love bacon and a lot of bacon has sugar in it. So this sugar and nitrate free bacon that they offer in butcher box is so delicious. And it doesn't have those additives. It's the way that meat should be. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've gotten like pork chops in there. You can get tons of different kinds of meat. They have like uh, pot roasting meat. Oh, so good. And then your butcher box comes with like this little book that talks about all the different cuts of meat that you got and talks about how like well sourced it is and then gives you even suggested recipes and like things that you can do with the stuff that you got in your butcher box. It's awesome. I love it. It's like everything you need. And the price point is pretty much unbeatable. unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. And right now, butcher box is offering new members ground beef for life. Yeah. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of their subscription, plus $20 off their first box. So to get that amazing deal, Mm -hmm. just go to butcherbox.com forward slash gals or enter the promo code gals at checkout. Once again, that is butcherbox.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, or enter that promo code G-A-L-S 
at checkout. Treat your meat. Mm, treat it. Okay. Time for the coroner corner, which is a little different this week because of the request from fan picker Lauren Ranny Brandoff. Mm. So thank you, Hats Lauren, off, for your support. Brandoff. <laughs> Get it. Marlon Brandoff. You mm-hmm. ranny this show. <laughs> so thank you, Lauren, for your support. And Lauren asked that I tell you all about McCainy Manor. Classic. Have you I heard? I don't know. I have not. No. Well, you actually probably have. It'll it'll come back to you. Okay. Uh, I'm making my notes bigger so I can see. Okay. By the way, a lot of this information comes from my 2015 Guardian article titled Extreme Haunted House Inside the Real Life Kingdom of Masochists. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Amanda, listen to this story with that haunted house that we went to last year in mind. Oh, the haunted basement in Minneapolis? Yeah. Oh, okay. I fucking hate haunted houses, and that one was so mild compared to this. Mm. So, McCamey Manor is, as owner Russ McCamey says, a survival horror boot camp experience. Nope. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) It was originally operated out of Russ's backyard in San Diego, California, and you have to wonder what their HOA meetings were like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, the vegan lady was like, I don't care about the horror boot camp, but the fish. I don't yeah. care about the constant screams and begs mm-hmm. for help, but the fish. But dribbling, fish. dribbling a basketball? No, thank you. Okay, so Ninja. originally operated out of the San Diego home, but it now operates in Huntsville, Alabama and Nashville, Tennessee. So mm-hmm. if you're in the area, Nasty. don't check it out. Um, folks have to sign a waiver to attempt to endure the eight-hour, quote-unquote, haunted house. Eight no. hours. No, no not one, good. No one has made it the whole eight hours. And as far <gasps> as I could tell. That's a shift at work. Fuck that. As far as I could tell, the record holder is Sarah P., who lasted about six hours in 2014. This guy's been around for over a decade. Oh, my God. So what patrons, the fuck? patrons pay no money for this experience, but Russ does accept payment in the form of four cans of dog food per patron for his rescued greyhounds. Okay, that's <laughs> the scariest part of this whole thing. I love no. it. It's my Patronus. Uh, yeah. It so asking so much worse. for payment in dog food is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's terrifying, but also I get it. But dog also buckle up. <laughs> oh, God. As of 2014, there were over 27,000 people on the waiting list to oh, endure this. Okay. So the nonprofit attraction allows only a handful of guests in every weekend where they are bound and gagged, submerged in water, have cages locked onto their heads, drenched in fake blood and other substances, forced to eat and drink various things, including their own vomit, have bugs put nope. on their faces, submitted to emotional and psychological torture, and possibly worst of all, given unwanted haircuts. No. (laughs) (laughs) All the while, expecting that. (laughs) All the while, they're being filmed for Russ's YouTube page. Oh, he's a master marketer. I will give him that. 
Russ says, it's all about, quote, that Kodak moment. Quote, I am always thinking of it as a cinematic experience. I'm trying to get the shot that I want, the angle I want. Videos have thousands of views, many of which, uh, the comments, many of the comments of which question the ethics of the operation. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess if you sign a waiver, like... Oh, my God. If you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. vomited to say? We'll get to the waiver. Oh, no. Russ seems to take these comments in stride. Quote, seven years ago, we had a heart attack, he says. That was good stuff. No. What? <laughs> no, I, I, he was, like a guest had a heart attack. A guest had a heart attack. That that was yeah, like no, I get badass. it. I'm just oh, okay. processing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. This guy's fucked up. Yeah. But also, uh, I think I want our monthly wine and crime payments to be distributed to me in dog food now. <laughs> Fine. Fine. More for half me. Half dog food, half best fiends gold. <laughs> Great. You're a cheap date, my friend. And chicken tenders. Sounds oh. good. Okay, thirds. <laughs> 33.33%. <laughs> okay, so here's a list of basic requirements as listed on the McKamey Manor website. You have to be 21 and above or 18 to 20 with your parents' approval. Like, what mm. parent would fucking approve that? Mine. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> your mom would be like, have fun with her. Yeah, yep. great, fine. Cut her you hair. Might- <laughs> oh, no. She's real mom, kinky. I'm getting a haircut on Thursday. <laughs> Calm down. You don't need to send me to the haunted house. <laughs> what if that was your mode of haircut? <laughs> Every time I need a haircut, I have to sign this waiver. You have to join a waiting list of 27,000. It takes about the same amount of time to get your hair done. <laughs> As it does to yeah. go, to it seriously does. It rec- really does. The record like holder hour process. Six hours. Okay. Yeah, you have to have completed a sports physical and possess a doctor's letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared. I'm out. You right? You have to a have sports passed physical. No, passed a background check provided by McKamey Manor. You have to be There's screened. A swim test. Oh my god. Yeah. There prob- there probably is. Uh, you have damn. to you have to be screened via Facebook, FaceTime or phone. Okay. So like they have to make contact with you face to face. Right. Uh, you have to have proof of medical insurance, you have to sign a detailed 40-page waiver, and you yeah. have to pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. Can you even fucking imagine being like on acid and doing no. this? No, oh my you word. Die. No, no, no. You would be permanently fucked. Damaged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh God. So the the waiver, this 40 page waiver, by the way, states that participants participants may very well leave the experience with bruises, cuts, broken bones, or other <gasps> injuries. They are slapped, shoved, and jerked around by Russ and his half-dozen actors who do anything from haul tied-up participants around, pretend to rip out their teeth with wrenches, dress as clowns, and abduct them, etc. No. No. Mm-mm. No. That's a lot. They're typical. They kind of act as typical haunted house actors, but with a lot more free reign. And does he pay Mm. them in dog food? What is happening? I don't know how much they make. I'm sure they make, like, money because so they have to spend food. their entire weekend, every weekend doing this shit. 
Yeah. Or um, they're so, just really fucked up people and they get off on it. I can't. I, well, ugh. the the video that was attached to this article um, interviewed one of the actors and it kind of made it seem like the actors are folks who have gone through the experience before and like kind of enjoyed the whole concept of it. So then they come back and like work there. Ooh, so they're masochists. Uh, yeah, they're okay. Mm. Yep. So one one actor named Andrew Sweeney sees his job as therapeutic. Mm. I'm not going to lie, he says, from inside his hood. <laughs> no. Mm. His shroud. Yeah. Mm. No. I, I go, from behind his black lace mm. veil. So I'm not going to lie. I go hard on the big guys. I've got three kids, a lady, and six dogs. A lot going on in my life. This is a he great, gets paid in dog food. This is a great de-stressor. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, that is he how did he the actors need to pass a psychological profile. Probably be better <laughs> if they didn't. So according to the article, his tools that day included plastic restraints, a rope, and a robust looking airtight plastic bag which fits snugly over an adult human head. No, someone's going to die like that. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah. That's not like they're professionally trained. They're not paramedics. No. Yeah. This is a bad, this is a bad thing. Here, this is worse. <laughs> Ryan Lawrence, another actor, also sports a beard, plus a nose ring and tattoos, which are an assortment Hello. of webs, skulls, and a horned devil. All right, my next boyfriend. That, Sign me up. That up. day, he has his face painted kabuki white with coal black rings around the eyes. Uh-huh. Quote, I'm the enforcer, he smiles. I'm nope. I'm here to make sure no one makes it out. I get no. I get carried away. I don't really have a line. Cool, oh. and that's how someone gets raped at the haunted house. Thank I you. Can I retract my statement about Ryan being my next boyfriend. I think one of the reasons why they're because they're filming the whole thing. He records the whole thing for his YouTube page, and I think part of the reason is uh, for like liability. Thank God. My hands are so sweaty, even though I know that under no circumstances will I ever participate in this. My oh. like, well, he, the, I might submit you and then just blindfold you and be like, we're going on a spa day and uh -huh. then just drop you off here. This is kind I of how trust that this is kind <laughs> of how I felt about that haunted house a couple years ago or last Which is year. not anything close to this fucked No, up. but I didn't like being put in a body bag and being dragged around and like covered fuck? in fuck blood. I just said oh, yeah. fuck blood. Fake blood. <laughs> fuck blood works too. Though. Um, what happened Oh yeah, I got you? locked in a giant trunk with someone else for like 10 minutes. With your back? No. It's like, Are you what, fucking what we kidding did, me? What we did was no, like I a very it. mild version of this, but it was really interactive and I didn't no. like Super it. Super interactive. Uh-uh. Mm. Um, yeah. So here's a, yeah. uh -uh. here's a quote from Ryan Lawrence responding to a woman who taunted him about his torture abilities on Facebook. Quote, I'm going to tear that girl apart, says Lawrence, no. indignant. I'll drag her by her bald head. No one is leaving with eyebrows today. <laughs> well, I do need my eyebrows waxed. Okay, well, now I'm definitely out. Yeah. They're my best feature. So here's a sampling of the kinds of things Russ would say to his participants throughout. So he's not necessarily the one, like, you know, locking them in a freezer 
it's like his actors, but he's following along, taunting them and filming them the whole time. So he mm. says shit like, it's over for you. I told you numerous times that you do not want to take this tour. And why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that sounds like taking the kids to the park, if I'm being I know, honest. Right? It's over for you. It's over for you. <laughs> the park is over. I told you, you didn't want to come. Why like are you the, crying? Like the mom in the bathroom at the airport. <laughs> Pull yourself yeah. together. Get a grip. Get, get a hold of yourself. Okay, and by the way, there is essentially no safe word to end the experience. Cool. Russ says that there is, and maybe there is now, but the waiver states that the safe word won't necessarily end the experience. So, like, in theory, there's a safe word, but like these actors are saying, I don't have a line. Like, they just have to kind of, they just have to kind of identify when the person truly, truly, truly has had enough, but it doesn't, it's not up to the person themselves. (laughs) What are people doing? I don't understand. (laughs) I love it. And Russ himself says, I would never do it. You would never see me do this kind of haunt because I have fears that are back there, referring to his backyard. I built this around what scares me. (laughs) Cool. Thanks, Russ. And then he also says, I just like to entertain folks. I'm just Russ. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm Russ. Russ. And if I you, have a friend named Russ, and his thing is, my name's Russ, <laughs> so I can't get that out of my head right now, thinking it's my friend Russ. If you go to the drive, which these no. will be on the Gossip at the Corpse Cart tab on our website. Yes. These are That's the photos that you are. got a glimpse of. Oh, no. my God. So they like are getting drowned. Yeah, I thought these were crime scene photos no and look at that girl laying on her back she just looks complete she looks dead Dead inside but like super fucked up they dress them in like animal like onesies uh one girl but the one picture has all the dogs and stuff i like yeah that that, that's russ and his actors well actually that's those are just the actors sitting around with russ's dogs look at the person on the right with their fake like prosthetic wound I'm looking at Bones the cat as a palate cleanser first. (laughs) There's also this uh, woman who had her hair cut off and then they duct taped her cut hair back onto her head. No. Uh, What the fuck? Can you imagine going back to work and someone being like, so how was your weekend? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I love her haircut. (laughs) That was a... Choice they're, you made. They're just like <laughs> totally manhandled. Like the fact that the waiver says you may leave with broken bones is so disturbing to me. Yeah. And also the video that was in that Guardian article, um, it shows like the chil- the young children of the actors just like playing in the front yard with like screams being heard from the backyard. People are the- literally screaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I can't. I also think that this was featured on an episode of Dark Tourist on Netflix, if you're interested. I am also, not. I'm fully sending this to my friend Sarah, who helps run the haunted basement so she can get some ideas. Oh, my God, gross. Okay, so now, um, <laughs> just to round things out, bring it back to Coroner Corner material. Um, yeah. I have a pretty spectacular obit. This is a nice palate cleanser. That was sent to me by several Coven members, including Charlotte, mm-hmm. Windsor, Heather, Cecily, Brita, Kylie, and Pam. 
So <laughs> panini, panini Pam. Panini Pam. Pam. Actually, Pam Urquhart, but yes. Panini Pam. Panini Pam. I'm also going to omit some of this because it's a very long obit, and I'm just going to read you the funny parts. Joe Heller made his last undignified and largely irreverent gesture on September 8th, 2019, signing off on a life, in his words, quote, generally well-lived and with few regrets. Regrets. Well, what more can we really hope for? (laughs) No regrets. When the doctors confronted (laughs) his daughters. No regrets. (laughs) Regrets. No stew pickles. When the doctors confronted his daughters with the news last week that, quote, your father is a very sick man, in unison they replied, you have no idea. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. God thankfully broke the mold after Joe was born to the late Joseph Heller Sr. and Ruth Marion, clock, on January 24th, 1937 in New Haven, Connecticut. Nice. Being born during the Depression shaped Joe's formative years and resulted in a lifetime of frugality, hoarding, and cheap mischief, often at the expense of others. Great. Being the eldest was a dubious task, but he was up for the challenge and led and tortured his siblings through a childhood of obnoxious pranks with his brother Bob, generally serving as his wingman. Pat, Dick, and Kathy were often on the receiving end of such lessons as ding-dong dog shit— No. (laughs) And thwarting lunch thieves with a laxative laced chocolate cake and excrement Mm -hmm. meatloaf sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Cheap pranks. (laughs) He could have worked at the haunted house. His mother was not immune to his pranks as he named his first dog Fart. So she would have to scream his name to come home if he wandered off. <laughs> okay, you know that commercial, like the Stanley Steamer, like carpet cleaning commercial where the, the dog is rubbing its butt on the carpet it's and so the other room yells, Toby! <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Fart! Fart! <laughs> Fart, so your dinner's ready. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Fart, come here. Come here, fart. Sit, fart, sit. Oh, no. Bad oh, fart. my dog just Bad. sat. Get inside, fart. <laughs> All right. Joe started his long and illustrious career as a library assistant at Yale Law School Library, jealous, alongside his father before hatching a plan with his lifelong buddies, Ronnie Kaiser and Johnny Olson, to join the Navy and see the world together. Sounds just Ronnie, like Kenyon. Johnny, and fart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Their plot was thwarted, and the three were split up when Joe pulled the long straw and was assigned to a coveted base in Bermuda. Skipping a little bit. Joe was a self-taught chemist and worked at Cheeseboro Ponds, where he developed one of their first cosmetics lines. (laughs) There he met the love of his life, Irene, who was hoodwinked into thinking he was a charming individual with decorum. Boy, was she (laughs) ever wrong. (laughs) Joe embarrassed her daily with his mouth and choice of clothing. To this day, we do not understand how he convinced our mother, an exceedingly proper woman and a pillar in her church, to sew and create create the colorful costumes and props which he used for his antics. She she sewed him costumes for his antics? Apparently. That is love. love. Oh, my God. 
Um, so during his daughter's formative years, Joe made sure that their moral fibers were enriched by both Archie Bunker and Benny Hill. When they began Ooh. dating, Joe would greet their dates by first running their license plates <laughs> and checking for oh bald tires. It's my dad. <laughs> that is so your dad. If their vehicle passed inspection, they were invited into the house where shotguns, harpoons, and sheep nutters were left clearly on display. <laughs> also your dad. I think we can all assume what a sheep nutter is. Yeah. 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 Nutter butter. After retiring from running Bombachi Fuel, okay, he was perhaps most well known for his role as the Essex Town Dog Catcher, spelled D A W G K E C H E R. Okay. Dog Catcher. He refused to put any of his prisoners down and would look for the perfect homes for them. That's cute. Aww. One of them was a repeat offender who he named Asshole because no owner would ever keep him for very long. <laughs> asshole and fart. Because he was, in fact, an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dad would take his buddy on daily rides in his van, and they'd roam around town with the breeze blowing through both of their fur. He he never met a dog he didn't like, and the same could not be said for the wannabe blue bloods, snoots, and summer barnacles that roamed about town. His words, not ours. Well, maybe not exactly his words, as those would have been much more colorful. (laughs) I'm going to start calling people snoots. Snoots. (laughs) Joe was a frequent shopper at the Essex Dump, and he left his family with a house full of crap, 300 pounds of bird seed, and dead house plants that they have no idea what to do with. <laughs> if there was ever a treasure that he snatched out from under you among the mounds of junk, please wait the appropriate amount of time to contact the family to claim your loot. We're available tomorrow. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> Joe was also a consummate napper. There wasn't a road, restaurant, or friend's house in Essex that he didn't fall asleep on or in. There wasn't an occasion Mm -hmm. too formal or an event too dour that Joe didn't interrupt with his apnea and voluminous snoring. (laughs) (laughs) This guy knew how to live. I know. I love him so much. I'm so (laughs) sad he's gone. Besides his beloved wife, Irene, and brother, Bobby, Joe was predeceased by his pet fish, Jack who we found in the freezer last week. (laughs) Left to squabble over his vast fortune, real estate holdings, and treasures are his three daughters, blah, blah, blah. They list a bunch of names. I'm not going to read them. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Jesus. The family is seeking (laughs) donations to offset the expense of publishing an exceedingly long obituary, which really would have pissed Joe off. Seriously, what would have made him the happiest is for you to go have a cup of coffee with a friend and bullshit about his antics or play a harmless prank on some unsuspecting sap. Mm -hmm. If we still haven't dissuaded you and you feel compelled to waste your hard-earned money to honor his memory, donations may be sent to CB Memorial Scholarship Association. I wonder if he wrote this or helped write this knowing he was on his way out. Or he just raised funny people, you know? Right, no, that's true, I but think, I just think that yeah. the whole thing is so great. It's I so love great. It. Perfect. Uh, it's almost over. A celebration of his life with Joe laid out in all his glory will be held on Thursday, September 12th at the Essex Fire Department. 
There's the address. A light dinner will be served as Joe felt no get-together was complete without food. None of his leftovers or kitchen concoctions will be pawned off on any unsuspecting guests. Feel free to be as late as you'd like as Joe would. Joe was never on time for anything because of the aforementioned napping habits. I am Joe. Joe is me. You're super Joe. I love Joe. Joe despised formality and stuffiness and would really be ticked off if you showed up in a suit. Dress comfortably. The family family encourages you to don the most inappropriate t-shirt that you are comfortable being seen in public with, as Joe often did. Everyone has a Joe story, and we'd love to hear them all. Joe faced his death and his mortality as he did with his life face on, often telling us that when he dropped dead to dig a hole in the backyard and just roll him in. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of what I want, though. (laughs) Flush me down the toilet. Super illegal, but that's okay. Much to his disappointment, he will be properly interred with full military honors and maybe Jack the fish (laughs) next to his wife on Friday, September 13th at 10 a.m. in Centerbrook Cemetery. Sorry, Mom. Lizette and I did the best we could to take care of him and keep him out of your hair as long as we could. Back in your <laughs> back in your court now. <laughs> Isn't that so sweet? Oh, it's oh. so cute. Oh, oh, R.I.P. Joe Heller. <laughs> okay, so that's this that was month's much- episode. That was God. That was a much the needed best palate cleanser. Ever. Thank you so I know. much. Yeah, yes. go watch that episode of Dark Tourist, though. The, it is very intense. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. I just don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. But thank you to fan yeah. picker Lauren Ranny Brandoff. Yes. Uh, yes. And thank you for listening, and we'll see you next month. Yeah. You know it. Mm, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Cheers!